My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO at 321BizDev LLC, a consulting firm based in Sacramento County, California. 321BizDev is a sales systems and business development company supporting attorneys, CPAs, corporate dental franchisers, independent dentists, home health providers, home builders, medical groups, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, and real estate brokers. I can be reached toll-free at 833-321-3212 or 726-999-0999. Our website is 321bizdev.com. Today's 321Biz Development Podcast guest is Carla Sasser of K. Sasser CPA, and her website is virtualcfonow.com. Carla's professional services merge the best of accounting, operations management, and information technology. So good morning, Carla. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Well, I'm excited. This is our fifth podcast episode that we're doing to let small business owners know that there are many different facets of the accounting world. And I'm so fortunate that you have spent the time to, uh, you spent probably over an hour talking about the many different things or the many different uh, functions of a CPA and how CPAs like yourself can help small business owners with some of the more intricate um, you know, aspects of, of that, that small business owners need to be concerned about running their company. So thank you for your time. Well, thank you for having me. Well, this last podcast episode of the five, the fifth of five episodes, I would like to talk about or ask you some questions about uh, collaborating with IT staff um, and project management teams to understand uh, accounting and operational requirements. Now, I know because <clears throat> I've been in the I've been on the project management team. Sometimes it's tough to work on a team. So my first question, and please let your hair down, you know, on this episode, because this, this episode right here, you know, I, I believe, you know, companies need your expertise. And in some cases, and I, I, may, I might be speaking out of turn, but I'm going to say it anyway. In some cases, to be the referee. Yeah. To be, to be the referee. Is, so here's my is, first question. What are the okay. benefits of having an outside IT consultant like yourself work with company business owners and presidents? Well, let me answer that question by giving you one of my real life examples. I had a I have a client who was paying $25,000 a year on an enterprise accounting application. Okay? That was way more than he needed. It had so many features, bells and whistles, that he just did not use, had no need to use, and frankly didn't have the staff with the knowledge to use them. Um, so we scaled them way back to an accounting application that is a $30 a month subscription. Wow. So that right there saved him a huge amount of money every year. Wow. You know, you know, the, the IT consultant, 
um, and I can see where, you, where you're going with this because a lot of uh, company presidents, business owners who have that, uh, what do you call the, 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 the 30,000 view, 30,000 foot view yep. from, from the sky. They're looking at things and, and often the last thing that they have, they want to be concerned about is making, um, a decision with without all the information so what i mean by that is that when when they when someone says joe i can fix this and joe has no idea of of this area this let's let's just say it information technology so joe is listening right. joe is listening and joe says yes let's move forward with the twenty-five thousand uh, dollar project if it will do exactly what you say it's going to do and that IT consultant, you know, for whatever reason, that person knows that the $25,000 uh, 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 project or the $25,000 solution is overkill. Yep. And so you and can put... Let me give you a reason why, and it's something a lot of companies really need to be aware of when you're... Um, trying to engage an IT consultant or okay, now this, this sounds like it's going to be juicy is this going to be a juicy um, a lot of these IT consultants have partnership or revenue share arrangements with these companies so it's in that IT consultants benefit to recommend the overkill solution rather mm. than a real practical solution for the company wow so that might be one question you might want to ask your IT consultant when he recommends a solution do you have a revenue uh, share arrangement with this particular vendor mm-hmm and, and so it, it may not be a pro in other words it may not be a problem to have a revenue share agreement but you also have to ask the question, is the IT consultant working in the best interests of, of this exactly. small business owner? Exactly. So here's my next question. <clears throat> what mm -hmm. is on the minds of company presidents when they consider having an IT consultant like yourself look at their operations? Now, you're an outsider and you're coming in yep. as a consultant. What are some of the things on the minds of these company presidents? Um, they want the best solution for the least cost. That's probably mm -hmm. the biggest thing. Um, they want to make sure their, their current staff has the knowledge and skills that needed to, to efficiently operate these information IT resources. Um, that, that's another big thing I've run into. Um, and then basically a lot of company presidents, you know, they, they can be of the mindset, just make it work. Don't bother me with this. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's really the challenging, <laughs> the challenging company to work with. So here's a question that I just thought about. Okay. The, uh -huh. An IT consultant implies that the company, or in other words, when a company calls on uh, an IT consultant, it is to me, it, it, it implies that there is not a knowledge base currently existing at the company. And that's 
could be. Is that true? true or, or, am I looking at this that, correctly or sideways? Yeah, no, that could be that could be true, or the knowledge base isn't sufficient at the company. See, to me, that's scary. That's a scary uh, proposition. <laughs> well, because... you got to remember, for smaller companies, you know, they they may not have the resources. That's why, mm-hmm. you know, engaging someone like me who who works for multiple companies, you know, you're getting the benefit of all my years of um, knowledge and lessons, especially from the School of Hard Knocks. Um, at a fraction of the cost of hiring somebody like me within your organization. Okay, so I'm 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 back. I'm okay. I've come back. I, I'm good now. Yeah, a fraction okay. of the cost because you know an <laughs> IT, you know I you know the 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 tech companies, they have pretty much um, can I say they have pretty much uh, attracted a lot of the, the the talent to these big tech companies, the ones that we're all familiar with. So yes. So when someone completes a an IT degree or they have some type of IT certification, they may not want to work at a small company that needs their skills and talent and expertise, and maybe they want to they want to go to the big tech companies or the big big name companies because they can make you know one hundred and fifty thousand, two hundred thousand dollars a year, where the small yep. business owner may not have access to the tech solutions they need so therefore carla sasser arrives on the scene to save the day how does that sound that is correct yes (laughs) (laughs) and and, you know even and i know we talked about um saving money and it consultants you know another big thing i have found especially if you're working with cpas there is a there is a rather large payroll company out there, right? And I'm not going to name names, but I'm sure you can figure out who it is that has mm-hmm. pretty generous revenue share programs with CPAs. Hmm. But this company really has is really deficient in customer service for small companies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just really, really want to be careful and make sure you understand all of these little nuances before you actually make a decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I hear I think I hear where you're going or as people tell yeah. me, I smell what you're cooking. <laughs> so um, naming that sort of thing. But anyway, go on. So here's my here's my third question. What have you discovered uh-huh. when you meet with IT staff uh, during uh, collabor- co- collaborative uh, sessions? In other words, the company has an IT staff, but here comes Carla, you know, skipping and, and, and whistling <laughs> uh-huh. on the way you're coming to the company. And you say, here I am. I'm the outside person and I'm coming to help the existing IT staff. How how do those sessions go? Or do you find some pushback, or are you welcomed with open open arms in these <laughs> sessions? Well, when IT staff meet accountants, their eyes glaze over, 
they start um <laughs> they start thinking about lunch um so a lot of IT staff have very little use for accounting and accountants mm-hmm. and here's why accounting staff at in companies can be a bit arrogant or they just forget that every every particular industry every particular segment of an industry may have jargon you know their own language and mm-hmm. you forget that when you're talking to an IT person when an accounting person is talking to an IT person and they're saying well i need I need this processing feature so that all of our accounts receivable will be will be correct on the financial statements. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, what does correct mean? You have to be able to define that for an IT person so they can actually build it into a systematic solution. Mm, Does that make sense? I see. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's almost and the like person, they they just don't know how to do that. So gone with your thoughts. Yeah, that's 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 like uh that's like uh you know, someone who speaks Chinese speaking to someone who speaks Arabic. Right. You know, right. I mean I can see and that yeah. I've seen situations like that. Yep, yep. And I mean this this especially when i was doing internal audit and i'd have to go to an it staff person to get some particular information they would go go away that's not my problem that's it's problem don't bother me again um <laughs> and See, um it, it, now is is that is that when you call the company president and say uh company president i can't move forward um that would be my last resort, but I, yes. I, I will tell you, I actually, I actually ran into this situation so much. I wrote a book. I wrote an accounting manual for IT people. Nice. What's the name of the book? And I, it's called Friggin' Bean Counters: Navigating the BS infected cubicles of the accounting department <laughs> that's a pretty eye-opening eye-popping uh, title Carla <laughs> yep and I and I go into all these different scenarios for IT people and then well, you know, now, I, I is, does BS stands for a Bachelor of Science is that what you mean when you said BS <laughs> sure let's say that <laughs> Wow. That's that's <laughs> you know what that's like the more I talk to you I can I can tell there's there's a lot of stuff going on out there in the uh, accounting world and when you talk about accounting operations management and IT I can see how uh-huh. that there's there's things to work on there there are things to fix. So here's my yeah. my last question. How do you put uh-huh. IT leadership minds at ease when you, like I mentioned, an outside consultant, how do you put their minds at ease when you want to learn about uh, their current operations and you possibly want to make recommendations? 
Well, what I do is I will look at a, an organization and their operations, and um, I will actually give them a range of solutions with um, pros and cons of each, and of course, cost, um, which is really the, the big thing I do. I know a lot of companies or a lot of IT consultants don't do that because they're just so pigeonholed into one. I mean, I actually helped one company. They were having a hard time. They had to do a lot of um, extracting from PDF files to get into their system. Mm. So I was actually able to help them with a solution that I had heard of many, many years ago that actually automated that process for them. And it's it's a solution that, um, you know, isn't really readily advertised, but it's working really well. So I just have to really understand your client, um, what their operations are, what their risk tolerance is. That's another thing. So, you know, one of the things I'll do is maybe a high level risk assessment. So I understand the big risk the company's facing. Nice. And, yeah, I understand um, what, what you're talking about. Keep going. I, I'm, I'm just kind of soaking this all in. And by, by going into that granular detail in a company, it, it does put a lot of, a lot of leadership minds at ease because, you know, it shows I'm being diligent mm -hmm. and I want to truly understand what they are going through on a daily basis. Got it. Got it. Well, I'll tell you what, Carla, I, I think, um, your knowledge, your talent, skill and expertise in this area, how you have merged, um, accounting operations, management and technology. I think you have set yourself apart from many in the industry, a lot of the CPAs that I know, and I'm not saying anything negative about this, about CPAs. I'm just saying that you have this skill set that I've never seen before. <laughs> well, thank so, you. I know it's yeah. a lot of people because they'll look at me and they'll want to know or they'll find out a CPA and they'll start asking me tax questions. <laughs> like, no, well, no, I, I have, I have partners. I, for all those two. I am not a tax CPA. You know what? Because there are there are many facets to the CPA uh, or accounting industry. So thank you for, for letting people know that not all CPAs are tax CPAs. Yes. So do you have any closing comments? And can you please give our listeners um, information on, on how to contact you? Uh, absolutely. Um, when you're when you're looking to bring on an IT consultant, just make sure you have clear goals and objectives in mind of what you're trying to accomplish, um, and then make sure that you do your due diligence on the consultants you are hiring. Make sure you understand their backgrounds and their knowledge sets, and if they have any affiliations or partnerships with some of the companies they may be recommending. And um, if you would like to consult with me, go to my website, virtualcfonow.com. We have a form you can fill out, schedule some time on my calendar. I'm happy to do a free consultation. Um, or you can email me at info at virtualcfonow.com.
www.carlaspinelli.com. Excellent, excellent. Say Carla uh, Sasser at KSasser CPA website, virtualcfonow.com. Email address info at virtualnowcfo.com. I want to thank you for being a podcast guest and sharing uh, probably about almost probably 90 minutes worth of information with our listeners to learn more about uh, how you have successfully and, and, and skillfully merged accounting, operations management, and information technology. So thank you for being a guest. Well, thank you for having me. If you want to be a podcast guest on the 321 Biz Development Podcast, I can be reached toll-free at 833-321-3212 or 726-999-0999. To learn more about 321 BizDev LLC, please visit our website at 321bizdev.com and click the About tab. Again, I want to thank Carla Sasser at ksasserCPA at virtualcfonow.com for her time. Make it a great day.